0: Hey, it's Lisa. Welcome back to the Wild Heart Diaries. Today's a little bit of an impromptu episode. I'm 48 tomorrow. It's 2022 when I'm recording this. And tomorrow is Valentine's Day. It's the 13th of February today, 2022. It's raining outside. It's a Sunday. It's one of those snuggly Sundays where you just stay in your pyjamas all day. St. Valentine's, as we know, it, is about love, isn't it? It's one of those hallmark card days, like Mother's Day and Father's Day, and I don't really know if I believe in those. It's, it's BS, isn't it? I, I, I want to, but I mean, do I do I believe in love? It's a good question because I, I write about love a lot, and love is all over my home, their hearts in every single room in the flat. There are notes of love in photo frames, on post-it notes, on fridge magnets. I'm constantly reminding myself that I'm loved. Why do I need reminding? I mean, do, do I even feel loved? And I don't as it goes if I'm if I'm really honest I think there are shoots of hope as I learn to value and respect myself I mean don't get me wrong it's not a pity party I haven't got some kind of Cinderella complex I'm going I'm going to the ball (laughs) I'm just taking a little bit longer to get there (laughs) and uh, it's not a race is it we're not in competition with other people we just get there when we get there and you know it's my birthday after all so it's not a pity party but it is about radical honesty and acceptance of where you are like just accepting your fate you don't have to fight and struggle against it because I think before love comes comes something else let me let me try and explain that to you when love is mixed with abuse nice mean nice mean nice mean love pain love pain love pain and I say love, but that isn't love. It's a highly toxic, heady mix of drama. It's addictive. You know, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. You can't trust the nice when it comes because the mean always follows, always follows. And that keeps you hooked into the relationship that keeps you hooked into trying harder to win, to win love, to earn love. And love is not conditional. It's not earned. We, you and I, are lovable just as we are. We don't have to perform or do stuff to please others to get love. We don't have to worry if we're getting it right, if we're remembering to do all the things. So so before love comes safety. And I had to learn to protect myself. We have to feel safe and protected to know we are worthy of that. To know that a parent or an adult can keep us safe from harm. And if we didn't have that, we learnt that people hurt us when they said they loved us. And that was okay. And we also learnt that we weren't worth protecting. So I worked with kids who were bullied in schools where people turned a blind eye where bullying policies were writing on paper and box ticking exercises, they meant absolutely nothing. They didn't protect the children and they were there to make the school look good. And if you've ever been bullied or abused, you'll get what I'm saying when I say that trusting people is so hard. You want to because you want love. We all want love. We're hardwired to love. But you can't or you won't or it's too scary to let love in. Suppose you've got to trust yourself first, really. And and having a fierce protector, someone on your team, is everything. This morning I was watching um the first Sex in the City movie. I love to watch it, it's it's really nostalgic for me. It takes me back to a time in my life where I was on the dating scene and I could really relate to the four of them. And the just like that, the reboot has been has been out recently and I haven't seen it, but I've watched the catch ups on YouTube and I've read some pretty damning critiques about it and people are disappointed and they feel let down by it. They're, we're watching the characters transform now and they're in their late 50s and seemingly their lives are taking different turns and not the same people that they were. But I was watching the film this morning and it was the scene where. Big and Carrie are getting married, I don't know if you know the storyline, but they've had this on-off, on-off, really toxic, unhealthy uh, relationship and they finally get married and he can't go through with it, he thinks he can't go through with it and he stands her up at the wedding. And she goes over to his car and she twats him over the head repeatedly with this big bouquet of wedding roses. And Charlotte, who is the sort of most the nice girl the girl next door the preppy one the prudish one i suppose you could say out of all of them um she grabs hold of carrie and she puts a really protective arm in front of her and then she points a finger at big and the the expression on her face is one of a protective angry mama bear and she says no 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 and and you know and he just backs off and gets in the car and they they take her home and they take care of her And I just I love that look on her face. I love that fierce, protective mama bear, you know, stay away from my babies. They're precious. They matter to me and I love them. And then they know that they're worth loving and it's a parent's job to protect you. I I don't mean wrap you up in cotton wool. We're seeing a lot of that nowadays, but it is a parent's job to protect you. But what if the mama bear is a source of danger and love? At the same time. And then that's when the tangled fucked upness begins, and you love people as best you can, but you don't actually know how to love yourself because it's not modeled to you. And you don't get too close because of that nice, mean, nice, mean, nice, mean, that addictive cycle. It is as addictive as heroin to keep going back and trying and trying harder. You don't get too close, you anticipate the worst, you know that the hurt will come and eventually they will lie or leave or be cruel or criticise or hurt you in some way. So you sleep with one eye open in case the mama bear has a sore head and her growl is fierce and her claws will pierce your heart and the terror of not knowing if you'll be okay stays with you. It doesn't leave. So the trust part has to start with you. It has to start with you. And I started small. I listened to my feelings. I did the mirror work. That was so hard. You know, you go to the mirror every morning. You say, hello, it's good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. You welcome yourself into the world so that you can rest in love, so that you feel safe. That's what safety is, isn't it? So you can rest in love with someone who's warm and welcoming and pleased to see you. And I found ways to show myself I was worthy of love. I started to put myself first and it was hard at first. And I started to treat myself like I treated others. Like the babies I nannied, like the children that I coached and taught confidence to. The irony. The clients that I listened to repeatedly. hours on end. I started to listen to myself. I ate when I was hungry, nourishing foods. I drank more water. I started to listen to my body. I went to the loo when I needed to. (laughs) It's even little things like that where we don't pay attention. I stopped eating when I was full. I wasn't the dustbin. I wasn't wasting food. Food could go in the dustbin or I could save it for tomorrow. I rested when I felt tired. I dressed for myself, I dressed for comfort, I didn't wear makeup sometimes, or I did wear makeup on the days I felt like it, I wasn't there to look nice for other people, I wasn't there for people to, to approve of my clothes choices, of my hair choices, I was there for me, I put my phone on silent, I took social media breaks. I left unhealthy relationships. I didn't tolerate or make excuses for other people's bullshit. No more bullshit. Love does not lie. And I feel so strongly about that. I didn't didn't look for or expect other people to take care of me. And so I feel quite proud of the fact that 48 years on, I'm still (laughs) learning to trust myself. I'm still here. I'm still doing it in spite of that. And if you are, you know, I'm proud of you too. Well done. It's not easy, is it? But people don't talk about the fact it's not easy. Oh, you're feeling sorry for yourself. You need to move on and get over it. You will when you're ready. Don't listen to them. I don't I don't feel 48. I don't feel like I've had. I don't feel like I've had enough time. And I don't mean that in an ungrateful way. I do have this sense that I'm running out of time because it was almost like I started again at 30. So maybe tomorrow I'm turning 18 again. (laughs) I do feel like that inside. And in other times I still feel like I'm eight years old. That little eight year old is is so fierce. (laughs) Her red fiery hair and, and sometimes she she did fight the bear. And she managed to protect others from the bear, and she didn't think for one minute about protecting herself. She wasn't aware of her own vulnerability. She didn't know she was worthy of protecting, she didn't know she was worthy of love. But I, I see that now, and I'm so grateful for her, so, so grateful. What a puppet she was! <laughs> All the ways that her that her feistiness was dismissed, and they tried to contain it. She was too angry. She was too much. But I love her. I love her because she kept me safe. But um, she doesn't need to do that anymore, does she? You're worthy of love too and if you, if you can't let it in, I do understand and there's no shame in that. Shame, that shame doesn't actually belong to you, that belongs to someone else because there isn't anything wrong with you and you may be thinking that if you feel shame. So today I'm, I'm letting love in just a little bit at a time. You know like that, I've got one of those, um, Inlet filters on my dishwasher. It broke last month. I never knew it was a part of a dishwasher, but it, it it manages the flow of water in and out of the dishwasher. And mine was flooded with water too much. It was actually, if you look at the Feng Shui map of my flat, it was actually in the love energy centre of my home. There are no coincidences and no accidents. Everything is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So, you know, I need that valve in my life. I need to let love in on my terms of of what feels safe. And I want to tell that eight year old little girl that she doesn't need to fight anymore. She's, She's safe with me. I'll keep her safe. And I know how to do that now. I trust myself and I I won't tolerate any more bullshit. I want more for her as she deserves more as she's been fighting for so long. She really needs a rest. And I I went to a spa day, went for a spa day on Friday and that was my birthday treat to me. So what are you going to do to love yourself a little bit more this Valentine's Day and every day? something sustainable, something that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to be a spa day, it can be small things. And I'm sure however much you do love yourself and how you choose to do that makes sense after everything you've been through. Everything makes sense when you look back through that lens and you see how you've experienced life. There's no wrongs, there's no judgement, No, I see it as a positive. I want to believe I still want to believe after my 48 years. And that is courage. That is courage that you're still trying, that you're willing to show up for yourself and that you haven't given up on yourself and you haven't given up on love. And, you know, neither should you. You're worth it. It all happens when you're ready. (laughs) It does. And you just don't judge it. Those timings that we put on things, they are bullshit. Like those Hallmark card celebrations. Love is every day, you know, life, just celebrating still being here every single day. Yeah, as a side note, I do actually love those Hallmark movies. I don't know if any of you watch them. And the whole Sex in the City um series. The the cheesy fairy tale we're all sold as little girls. But does that feel achievable to you? That romantic love? I don't think it is, because I don't think that's real life. You've got to manage your expectations. But maybe having glimmers of that, or aspiring to be like that, wanting romance. That's something that you can can weave into your life, because that makes real life more possible. Because real life is hard, isn't it? And I know some people would say, well, if you believe it's hard, then it is hard. But if you're a trauma survivor, life is pretty fucking hard and tiring sometimes. So let's be honest about that and let's be kind to those people and to ourselves and to each other. And You know, I'm not a cynic, but but you have got to keep it real because... I was raised in delusion, I was raised in some kind of emperor's new clothes situation where I could see that the emperor wasn't wearing any new clothes and I don't want to live a lie, even though the truth is quite painful, but at least when you've got the truth you know what to deal with it, you know how to deal with it don't you, you know what to do. So let's celebrate us today, you and me, and life, this crazy life that we're all living, Lucky to be here and still believing in the good stuff, still believing in love after everything, after 48 years. Cheers to you. Here's to another 48 years, whatever they may bring. Can handle it. We can handle it. We've been through the worst. We've come through the bullshit. (laughs) We're not having that anymore. So, there are my reflections on Valentine's Day. And until next time, stay wild. Choose love. Choose love. So much love to you. Whatever that looks like. Bye for now.